Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. And well, I am back. I had to take a week off from making the podcast because, well, I got freaking COVID. Mm-hmm. I really can't believe it either. I guess I thought I was just immune to it or something. Like I had the whole, it won't happen to me feeling, you know, like when you're a teenager and you think you're invincible. Yep. That was me about COVID. I was totally cocky. I was thinking to myself, oh, I'm healthy. Oh, I eat healthy. I exercise. I meditate. I'm fine. I'm just fine. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So COVID does not care who you are, where you live, what you do, what you eat. It's going to get you if it can. So just be careful. That's my warning. Well, after some thought and time to reflect, I've had a lot of time on my hands the last 10 days. I've had to stay in isolation. So I got to tell you, that can do a lot on your mental state, both good and bad, but mostly bad. Anyway, I've been in quarantine and that made me sit and reflect on all the stress that I've been under the last few months, some good and some bad. I've always known stress is bad. I mean, I know you know it's bad too. We all know it's bad. One of the things I do is coach people on how to eat better around stress and how to reduce stress. So I'm not sure why I didn't see all the stress adding up in my own life. It is true that it's easier to see everyone else's issues better than your own, which by the way, is why it's a great idea to have a coach. So they can help you see what you're doing from an outside viewpoint. Anyway, today let's talk about stress. Let's talk about stress. Let's talk about stress. All right. Did you get, did you get the song reference? If not, you need to go look up salt and pepper. You'll totally get it. All right. Let's discuss the stress. What is stress, both acute and chronic stress? Why it's bad to have chronic stress? How does stress impact our eating behavior? And what can we do about stress? So first up, what is stress? Well, like I said, there are two kinds of stress. There's acute and chronic. Acute stress is short and intense. Acute stress usually won't mess up your health too much. It's your body's natural reaction to circumstances and can even be life-saving. An example would be driving along the highway and a deer jumps out in front of your car. You slam on your brakes or whatever you do, but you get this sudden and an extreme amount of stress in a short amount of time. There are a ton of other acute stressors too, like getting an email from an angry client, hosting a big party, and arguing with your spouse, or in my case, arguing with your know-it-all teenager. Believe me, that is stress. Stress was created to save us. When we were cave people and a lion was approaching your cave, you had to react to save yourself or you would literally be eaten. When you were in danger, either from a lion lion trying to eat you or from your spouse totally pissing you off, your body doesn't know the difference. Your brain sends an alert to your glands, which shifts your organs into flight or fight mode. This increases your adrenaline and your cortisol, two of the many hormones that are impacted by stress. 
This gives you that rushed feeling, and this is the exact reason a mom can lift a car off of her child if needed. Then, when the threat or stressor is gone, the reaction subsides and all is well. Although, I gotta tell you, if I was being chased down by a lion, I might feel stressed for a really long time. It's the chronic stress that's a problem. You see, your body has a specific stress reaction. Remember your adrenaline and your cortisol shooting up? If these stress reactions are triggered every day or many times a day, that can mess with your health, your eating behaviors, and your weight loss results. Stress and stress hormones can have a huge impact on your health. I've had to deal with this personally for many years, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Here are some examples of chronic stress. Unhappy relationships with arguing or abuse, a high-stress job with endless deadlines and pressure, taking care of a grandchild, your own child, or even taking care of an elderly parent, plus your job, plus cooking, plus cleaning, plus just everything else going on in your life. And then also too much exercise. And this one surprises people because we think more exercise is better, but too much exercise or too much of the wrong kinds of exercise can really hurt our metabolism and the way that we think or feel about food. And here are five major problems that too much chronic stress can lead to. First, the first problem is increased risk of heart disease and diabetes. Stress increases the risk for heart disease and diabetes by promoting chronic inflammation, affecting your blood thickness, as well as how well your cells respond to insulin, which is another hormone. I can't help but think of my mom. She was young, I think around 36 maybe, when she and my dad divorced. We moved to a new town and she worked her butt off to feed us four kids. She was very stressed. And I don't want my mom to sound bad or anything, but I have many memories of a very unhappy mom from those days. She worked three jobs. One of them, I believe, was overnight a few week, few times a week at a grocery store, I think, if that's if I remember correctly. So not only was she totally stressed about feeding her kids and herself, but she was exhausted, and that meant she was always angry and yelling. Then she developed diabetes. I can't help but wonder if part of the reason she got diabetes is because of her stress, which led to her poor diet, her lack of sleep, which therefore created inflammation, and also along with her lack of knowledge on how to eat healthy on a budget. This actually makes me really sad because if only she had met someone like me back then, someone who makes it their mission to help women who are overstressed and need to learn how to eat better, maybe, just maybe, she would have still been here today. The second reason chronic stress is bad is it can affect your immunity. Have you ever noticed that you get sick more often when you're stressed? Maybe you get colds or cold sores or even the flu more frequently when you're stressed. Well, that's because stress hormones affect the chemical messengers secreted by immune cells, and consequently, they are less able to do their jobs effectively. I know for a fact that my stress levels lately have been elevated. I even had blood work done in the last couple of weeks that indicated my inflammation is super high and my cortisol levels, remember the stress hormone, is crazy high. The last year has been rough, not just for me, but for everyone. The whole COVID thing, for starters, that's been hanging over our heads for over a year now. Can you believe that? On top of that, I experienced a very life-changing moment when I watched my mother pass away before my very eyes. That was both horrible and in a strange way, kind of wonderful at the same time. But either way, it was very stressful. 
Then recently, my little dog passed. This is one of the most heartbreaking things that I've actually been through, honestly. I really had no idea how that would affect me. Then my good friend and longtime client passed suddenly. This completely shocked me and rocked my world. Meanwhile, on top of top of all of that, my daughter is getting ready to graduate high school and move away to Chicago. Hmm, that has created quite a stir in my brain. And I have been training for a mountain event that takes place in August. I have increased my exercise by several hours a week. All of that is stress. So I had a sinus infection about five weeks ago, and I've had several cold sores in the past six weeks. I guess I shouldn't have been surprised when I came down with COVID-19. Even though I was shocked, and I still am a little, I shouldn't be because I have not taken care of my stress. I have done the exact opposite. I've tried to just be strong and ignore my pain. That has created quite a mess for myself. The third problem that can be created from chronic stress is leaky gut syndrome. Stress can contribute to this leaky gut syndrome, otherwise known as intestinal permeability. That means little leaks in your digestive tract that can allow partially digested food, bacteria, or other things to be absorbed into your body. The stress hormone cortisol that I keep bringing up can open up tiny holes by loosening the grip your digestive cells have on each other. So picture this. Have you ever played that game Red Rover? Remember Red Rover, Red Rover, send Sally over? (laughs) It's where a row of children hold hands while one runs at them to try to break through. Think of those hands as the junctions between cells. When they get loose, they allow things to get in that should be passing right through. Cortisol, um, which is produced in excess when you have chronic stress, is a strong player in that Red Rover game. All right. By the way, that was my favorite thing to play. I was probably like five. I still lived in, a, in that first town before my parents got divorced in Lander, Wyoming. And I remember we went to this church. It was on the edge of the mountain. I have no idea if I'm remembering this actually correctly, but I just remember I went to like this little like Bible camp or something, you know, in the summer and we played Red Rover all the time and I loved it because I could just bulldoze right through. I mean, I did have three big brothers, you know. Anyway. Okay, so not recently, but several years ago, I was having a lot of issues. I was bloated all the time. I was tired all the time. I had brain fog and other problems. I ended up going to an uh, integrative doctor who discovered I had leaky gut. I had to completely remove any food that was intolerable to me, including gluten, dairy. At the time, it was chicken, peppers, a ton of food. And I had to make some serious changes to my workout routine and my lifestyle. Basically, I was overstressed. There's something people that, you know, don't really realize about trainers and fitness instructors. It's our work and it is a lot of exercise and it's our job. So it's what we do to make money and to fulfill our passion. Unfortunately, we can't always follow our own guidelines because it doesn't work for our businesses. We tend to overwork our bodies, aka stress our bodies too much. I personally closed my own fitness studio partially due to this. I knew I couldn't keep it up much longer. And by the way, it took me about nine months to get rid of my leaky gut. Stress is not a joke and your body will break down eventually no matter who you are. The fourth problem that can come from chronic stress is sleep disruption. Stress and sleep go hand in hand. Wouldn't you agree? 
It's often difficult to sleep when you have very important and stressful things on your mind. And when you don't get enough sleep, it affects your energy level, your memory, your ability to think, and your mood. People who don't get enough sleep may not feel like exercising either. More and more research is showing just how important sleep is for your health. Not enough sleep and too much stress aren't doing you any favors, favors, I promise. I just saw a commercial last night, actually, about that that bed brand um, called Sleep Number. And it said, your day is determined the night before by how well you sleep. Well, that is exactly true. If you have a terrible night of sleep, it's hard to show up as your best. Then if you continue to have terrible sleep and continue all the other stressors in your life, you will eventually have a problem. And the fifth major problem you can get from chronic stress is increased cravings and a tendency to overeat. When stress persists, the adrenal glands release that famous hormone cortisol, and cortisol increases appetite and may also ramp up motivation in general, including the motivation to eat. Once a stressful episode is over, cortisol levels should fall, but if the stress doesn't go away, or if a person's stress response gets stuck in the on position, cortisol may stay elevated. Stress also seems to affect food preferences. uh, There's a ton of studios, not studios, studies rather, that show physical or emotional distress increases the intake of food high in fat, sugar, or both. So granted, a lot of these studies are done in animals, but still, I don't even think I need a study to tell me. I know personally that when I'm stressed out, I definitely like to eat cookies. So that's high sugar, high fat, and or both. High cortisol levels in combination with high insulin levels may be responsible. So we want to feel safe and comfortable. Therefore, we seek out anything to increase our happy hormones. And it's been shown that comfort food, sugar, fat, and salt, all help temporarily raise those happy hormones. Unfortunately, it's only a very short-term fix, and ultimately, reaching for these high-calorie junk foods will hurt your results more than help your mood. So there are five major reasons you want to keep your chronic stress in check. Again, they are, okay, remember that these, so they just talked about the increased risk of heart disease and diabetes, okay? They can affect your immunity, chronic stress. Chronic stress can cause leaky gut or other gut issues. It can disrupt your beauty sleep. And it can cause cravings and a tendency to overeat. Okay, then you might be wondering, what can we do about stress? We know that we will always have stress. We can't totally get rid of it. Sure, we can take action against obvious stressors, such as remove poor relationships from our life, get a different job, and hire a full-time nanny and chef to take over your household. But some of those aren't really that realistic, though. No matter how hard you try, you won't eliminate stress altogether. So here are a few things you can try to help reduce its effect on you. One thing is deep breathing. When people are anxious, they tend to take rapid, shallow breaths that come directly from the chest. This type of breathing is called thoracic or chest breathing. It causes an upset in the oxygen and carbon dioxide levels in the body, resulting in increased heart rate, dizziness, muscle tension, and other physical sensations. So your blood is not being properly oxygenated, and this may signal a stress response that contributes to anxiety and panic attacks. Therefore, it's a great idea to take time to work on deep breathing. 
And hey, listen up because I will be doing an episode totally all on breath work coming soon. Another thing you can do is meditation. And this one seems obvious, but most people don't understand meditation and don't realize it can help in just minutes. In fact, just by taking a break to do some deep breathing is actually a form of meditation. But also you can check out a bunch of apps or YouTube videos. There's so many ways to start meditating in just for a few minutes a day. Going for a walk in nature. Studies have shown that being in nature or even viewing scenes of nature reduces anger, fear, and stress and increases pleasant feelings. Exposure to nature not only makes you feel better emotionally, it contributes to your physical well-being by reducing your blood pressure, your heart rate, muscle tension, and the production of your stress hormones. Another thing you can do is simple is just unplug by reading a book or taking a bath or watching a TV show. Just get away from your life for a while and unplug. This past week, I spent a lot of time watching mindless shows on Netflix and Hulu. As soon as I started to feel anxious and after I did my deep breathing exercises, I would turn on a show to get my mind into a different space. Exercise. Exercise is an amazing way to reduce stress as long as it's not overtaxing and too much or too long. Another thing you can do is connect with loved ones. Call your mom, call your friend, snuggle with your honey, whatever you need to feel better. Or, or maybe, maybe you actually need a break from your loved ones occasionally. Just saying. And even though we can't remove stress totally, you can take action to reducing stressors in your life. Can you possibly put less pressure on yourself? We are usually our own worst critic and pusher, so maybe give yourself a break. I know that I'm super hard on myself, and I have a feeling you might be too. Ask for help more often. You don't have to do everything by yourself. And guess what? You can say no. If you really don't want to do something, say no. And I've said this many times before in probably most of my episodes, that if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. All right? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Quit doing things that don't make you happy. Um, Try to delegate some things to other people. Be the boss. Delegate. And finally, make the decision. Have you ever noticed how bad you feel when you're trying to make a decision about something? It's the worst. But once you make the decision, no matter what it is, you always feel better. So if there's something hanging up your head, just decide already. And it's worth mentioning that some good chamomile tea works wonders on stress, and we can't forget about the good old essential oils. Essential oils are a big part of my life, and I would say I use them the most for stress and anxiety. My favorites are wild orange, lavender, bergamot, and frankincense. I hope that today's episode gave you some insight into the world of stress, and that it really is important to work on it. This is one of those things we all hear all the time, but what are you doing to help yourself? Catch you next time. I'm going to go take a big, deep breath. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.